Hey babe, welcome to the show. My name is Devani. I have my master of social work and I've been in the mental health field for about five years. Every episode, you'll hear faith and psychology-based mindset strategies and emotional wellness tools that will help you start showing up more authentically, start taking consistent, confident action in your life, and start creating your life by design. Let's dig in. Hey love, hello, I am so excited that you're here. If this is your first time listening in, welcome. I'm so grateful that you're here. I know there are literally so many podcasts and I really appreciate you taking the time to join me and to allow me into your space. So today we are talking about how to build your confidence. And I have seven really specific ways to grow your confidence. But before we dive into that, I first just wanna share... I wrote a post about this a couple of weeks ago about what true confidence is. And I'd love for you to just reflect for yourself and ask, what does real confidence mean to me? What would it mean to me to say, I feel so confident in who I am? What would be your feelings? What what would your feelings be? What would your thoughts be that would allow you to say that? I feel so grounded and confident in who I am. What would that look like? What would that feel like? What would your thoughts look like? Really take the time to explore that. And you absolutely take the time later, pull out your journal tonight when you have the time and the space and really journal that out. Because I think it's so easy for us to get these ideas from our culture, from the community, from the everyone around us, right? of what confidence looks like. And I think so often it's so easy for us to imagine that for me to feel confident, I have to be this like super extroverted, bubbly personality, right? Like we have this picture in our mind, at least I do, maybe you don't, but I've had that picture in my mind of that's what it means to be confident. And what I've realized throughout time is that it really is more of an internal confidence. You may not be extroverted, right? So we don't ever want you to be trying to be something, anything other than who God created you to be. And really that's what confidence is, is knowing who you are, knowing the truth about your identity, who you are, your strengths, your imperfections, knowing all of these things and feeling really assured and grounded and comfortable with who you are. And allowing your light, allowing who you are to really be seen. So I want to read to you really quickly a couple of things that I really believe true confidence entails, what it includes, and then we will go into the seven ways to really grow your confidence today. So when we're speaking about confidence, because I just think it's so important to really lay that foundation. And this, I feel this also with self-care, like confidence, self-care. There's so many things that our society has created this image of what it looks like, right? So when I hear the term self-care, you know, I think what initially comes to your mind is like bubble baths and getting massages and all of those things are absolutely good. But self-care, when we really think about it, like it's so much deeper than that. 
it's knowing who you are. It's caring for who you are, caring for your mind, for your body, for your spirit, right? It's so much deeper than that. And so that's why I really want to lay the foundation. So when we're talking about confidence, confidence to me means knowing who you are, knowing your true identity, knowing how loved you are, how protected you are, right? All of these things that really come from your identity in Christ knowing that you're being guided, that you're being protected, that you are safe, knowing that you have unique talents, gifts, strengths, abilities, and an incredible blend that literally no one else has. So the strengths, the gifts, all of the things that you have within you in the exact percentages and portions that you have in the package that you are holding it in, no one else has. And then also knowing that your value is innate, nothing that anyone says or does can impact the value that you have, how loved you are, the value that you bring into the world, and knowing how important it is for you to share all of those parts of you with the world. Like having a deep knowing that it is so important and vital that you are sharing who you are in the world. So we have the knowing, knowing all of these things, right? Can guide us in our confidence. But then also on the other side, because I talk about this with everything, it's always mindset and action, mindset and action. So all of these things, like knowing all of these truths, knowing all of these things about you. And then on the other hand, what is the action? So embodying these truths, showing up in ways that align with these truths about you speaking in ways either to others or to yourself that align with those truths, treating yourself in ways that align with those, taking care of yourself from a place of self-love, self-appreciation, and intention, speaking out about your feelings, your needs, your wants, the truths that are on your heart, speaking up about those things, sharing your gifts, ideas, boldly in the world, setting boundaries, protecting your time and your energy and your feelings, encouraging others, having difficult conversations that are so necessary. So when I'm talking about confidence in this episode, I want you to keep that in mind that it is not confidence does not have to equal you being this extroverted, positive all the time, bubbly person. That is not what it has to be. It is about knowing the truths of who you are, the value that you hold, the worth, everything that you bring into the world and standing and showing up, having actions, having habits, behaving in ways that align with the truths of who you are, what you need, what you're bringing into the world. So when we talk about confidence, that is what we are referring to, okay? So let's go ahead and we will move on over to our seven ways to grow your confidence. And these are ways that you may have heard of, but I definitely feel like there are going to be some strategies in here that people don't talk about often. And again, I think it's probably because I feel like I have a very 
holistic way of looking at it. So rather than just thinking about all of these little things that you can do, right? Sometimes we try to put band-aids on things. Sometimes we try to put these little band-aids on much bigger issues. And so a lot of the coaching that I do, the work that I do with my Thrive Tribe community, with my one-on-one clients is really integrating these practices into your daily life, integrating them into who you are, how you live, instead of just putting what feels like these little band-aids sometimes. So number one, and this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Number one, having more self-integrity. Okay. So increasing your self-integrity to grow your confidence. What the heck is self-integrity? So what this would look like is really, there's a couple of different things, is really sticking to your word. When you say something, when you make a commitment or say, oh, I'm going to do that, you're following through. That could be with other people, that could be within yourself. And I think for me, that's something that I've, that I've moved through a lot more is when I say I'm going to do something or I make a commitment to myself that I'm going to do this routine or I'm going to show up in this way, sticking with it. If you are saying things, whether it is to other people, whether it is to yourself, if you are saying things and you are not following through, or it is not in alignment with who you actually are, that is slowly chipping away at your self-respect and self-respect is the foundation of your confidence. We have to have self-respect before we can have confidence. And I like to look at it on a spectrum, right? So we have to, if confidence is all the way over here, like at a 10, zero, you know, or even in the middle would be, we have to at least respect ourselves. Before we can feel like super confident, super comfortable and grounded in who we are, we have to at least respect who we are, respect ourselves as an individual, as a human, as a woman, respect yourself before you can do that. So self-integrity really is growing your self-respect because let's think about it on the other hand, how much do you respect someone or respect the people in your lives who say they're going to do something and don't follow through? And you may actually have people who do that consistently. So building your self-integrity. So that could be sharing your needs, expressing your needs, speaking your opinions, speaking your feelings in a way that is aligned with your heart rather than holding all of those things in. Because you're showing yourself, my needs matter, my feelings, my thoughts, my ideas matter, and I'm going to speak them out into the world. That's building your self-integrity saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to create this routine. I'm going to whatever it is. And then following through that's building your self-integrity. So that's number one. Number two is start to be kinder to yourself. Start to be kinder to yourself. And I want you to think about what is one way that you could do this today? What would that look like? And I'm going to have a sip of coffee while you think about it. What would that look like? Being kinder to yourself. So that could look like how you are speaking to yourself. And that's really so much. I think really that's where my heart was at when I wrote that. But I'm also thinking about what are the expectations that you have on yourself? How busy is your schedule, right? Like those are all ways that we were 
caring for ourselves or how we're treating ourselves. But really I'm thinking about self-talk. How are you speaking to yourself? And start using the filters. Would I say this to my best friend? Would I say this to my sister, my daughter? Would I want my sister or my daughter saying this to themselves? Start using those filters because so often we are so much more critical towards ourselves than we are, than, than we would be to anyone else and really more critical to ourselves than anyone else would be to us. So start using those filters, start being kinder to yourself, because what happens is when you are really self-critical, when you are criticizing and judging yourself all of the time, whether it's you pass yourself and you see your self-reflection, whether you made a mistake at work, whether you didn't get up early enough for your morning routine that you wanted to do, when these things happen and we don't meet an expectation or a hope that we had, right? If we are really critical towards ourselves, we're chipping away at our self-respect, at our confidence, speaking down to ourselves. So if you're just able to start using those filters, start having a more compassionate filter, reframe those, right? Everyone makes mistakes. I'm going to learn from this. What can I shift to do better next time? How can we learn from this and move forward? So switching instead of being really harsh, really critical towards yourself, trying to be kinder and trying to be more compassionate towards yourself. That will absolutely build your confidence. Absolutely. And I think so often we imagine if I'm being this judgmental towards myself, that's probably also what other people are doing. And that is not always the case. So if we're able to have kinder, more compassionate internal dialogue, that really just creates more of an internal environment of of balance, of peace, of calm, of self-love, of self-kindness, all of these things, right? And then we're able to show up in the world just feeling so much more grounded and honestly less afraid of making mistakes. And I think that's such a huge struggle for us who struggle with perfectionism or people-pleasing. It's like there's this fear of making mistakes all the time. And so when we're able to be more self-compassionate, we are so much more likely to show up, to put ourselves out there because we know that it's okay. And we're going to be compassionate with ourselves if we miss the mark, if we fall on our face, whatever that looks like. So number two, start to be kinder to yourself. Number three is move your body, move your body daily. Whether this looks like literally stretching, whether this is going for a walk with your dog, whether this is working out, whether this is doing yoga, whatever it is. And I talked about this in a previous episode with Drea about finding types of movement that you actually enjoy. You do not need to have this rigorous, this rigorous workout routine. If you hate it, find ways of moving that work with your lifestyle and find ways of moving that you enjoy because the movement, yes, sometimes we want the physical result, but also there are so many other benefits to it that we want it to be a lifestyle. You want it to be part of your life, how you live that you are an active person rather than a sedentary person because you know that overall moving, right? Getting your blood flowing is healthy for you. It has mental benefits, emotional benefits, all of these things. So figure out how can I move this? How can I move this? How can I integrate this into my daily life? 